Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour show, which I definitely prepped an intro for because we're it's been a week and this is it. You're living the intro. It's this getting is getting it. old, Seb. No, it's getting old. No, no, no. This is the part of this is all scripted. Um, you're, sometimes life is the intro, and I'm Sebastian. <laughs> Awful. I'm Andy Schossler, and I'm disappointed. That was a good one. It rolled off very eloquently. Mm. 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 <laughs> I'm Jordan Olive, and those are exactly my sentiments. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much for joining us once again, Jordan. Um, Alex is still in the grips of... Okay, I can think of this. I got this, guys. What's well, like a time management sounding monster? He's got the... Uh, <laughs> Bubonic the, plague. The deadline fever. The deadline fever? Mm-hmm. I was hoping like he's caught in a, in a battle like against like... Kronos, God of Time. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That, that works. And he's losing because he didn't manage himself correctly when going into exactly this right. Didn't come prepared. Didn't He had a portfolio full of files that he didn't you know, fill in or read at all. Just didn't read. He did go on vacation before this, <laughs> which I think has led to the, the lack of time. How dare he? How dare he indeed? Yep. Well. Doesn't he have commitments? He does, definitely. Now, <laughs> if you're joining us for the very first time on the Variety Hour. Oh, hello. Effectively, <laughs> um, yeah, we always just bring a topic to the table. Could be, you know, any form of anything, really. Um, we decided whether we we're going to put over or bury it, have a bit of a chat about that. And that's yes. pretty much it. And my thing is very simple. What is it? Good Place Season 4 is out. And being. What is? The Good Place Season 4. It is out. Is, is out. Not in, in its entirety. It's being released weekly. I didn't realize it even because, started. This yes. is a revelation for me. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. It has been, I think, as we're recording, it's up to episode three. But God, by I'm, the time it's released, maybe episode four or five. But I'm, but I'm living in the now, so that's ages <laughs> away from me. It is. Well, both times you have a lot of good place to, yep. to okay. catch up on. That's good. That's very exciting. Uh, Jordan, what are you talking about today? Uh, I am bringing to the table something that probably only you and I will be able to oh discuss. Oh, no. I was going to bring up something like that too. Oh, you? What do you have? Oh, God. Let's both say it at the same time. No, it might be different. <laughs> all right. Uh, all Elite Wrestling. Damn it. <laughs> I knew it. Damn it. I'll let you have that one. I'll think of something <laughs> else. We're talking about wrestling. Yeah, sure. This is going to happen. Just yeah. let it happen, Andrew. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I just glazed over the last few seconds. What did you, what did you say? Well, at the same turn, uh, maybe I'll talk about WWE. <laughs> we could just... 
That'd we can always great. not. But we have to say something good and something bad. So I'll yeah. do the. I'll cover the bad today. All right. So. For so those of you who <laughs> you're <laughs> fucked, mate, are preparing your your anesthetics, <laughs> clench. <laughs> uh, Good place season four is out, and so far, I'm enjoying it. This one is the last season of the Good Place. It I was that, yeah. only ever going to be four. The reason I want to talk about it is I've discovered um, the Good Place, the podcast, hosted by uh, Mark Evan Jackson, who plays Sean on the show. Also Sean. plays Kevin on Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, Captain Holt's uh, partner. Oh, yep, cool. Yep. Oh, cool. Okay. He has a yes. Sh- sweet. I like him. He's so fun. he hosts it. Um, I'm only through like the first five episodes, but uh, the first one he starts off with the writer uh, Mike Shaw, who also wrote for Parks and Rec, um, The Office. The Office yeah. Uh, he, he he writes for uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine or. Started it off at least. I'm, I'm yeah. sure that checks out because there's a lot of actors that circulate between yeah, all of those shows. shows. Yeah. yeah, a little bit, and a lot of jokes. I, I noticed when I was watching The Office lately, I picked yeah. up a lot of jokes that yeah, I've sure. seen redone in Brooklyn Nine Nine and in The yeah. Good Place, and I'm like, yeah. that's the exact same fucking joke. Yeah. So that checks out. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, so, so the first episode, he he talks with Mark Shaw, and it's very interesting to listen to how the idea for the show evolved from what it started off at, all the little influences that happened and the changes along the way to what it finally became. That's always a very interesting journey. Mm. Um, one one little thing that um, Mike Schur kind of picked up on is that he wanted, he, he got into this idea of of uh, like the, the point system that was in a, in a very early, early version of uh, what the show was going to be. Um, but it's, changed from from there kept kept the point system and it then became about being in the good place and how this whole thing would would play out and work okay it's fascinating and in and the subsequent episodes he talks to um the individual actors um he had uh, darcy cardinon who plays uh, janet he talks to some other uh, writers who also have little cameos uh in it um josh siegel um i think he's one of the writers on the show who plays uh, glenn one of the one of the demons mm. Uh, in the show, and uh, just a funny guy, uh, not not an actor, uh, but plays it quite well. And you know, he's a, he's a writer on the show, so of course he's going to, you know, have uh, you know uh, that uh, um, what do you want to call it? Um, that right frame of mind to present mm. the the jokes in the right in yeah. the right tone and in, in the right way. Uh, I know well, we can't go too deep into the show just because Jordan does. You watch season one, right? Uh, one and two, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So maybe well, mo- I mean, most of three, I think. We probably shouldn't go into the show very deep at all for anybody who hasn't seen the first <laughs> season because it establishes a, a very interesting universe and you really have to power through it. Um, you know, the, I've heard comments from... I, I, I like the show all the way through, but I've heard from a few people, yeah, I watched the first few episodes and it wasn't really for me. No, stick, stick with it. It's only 13, 20-minute episodes, so stick through it. And if you don't like it at the end of the first season, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Well, a lot of people say the same <laughs> thing about The Office. Like that first season. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not for me. But I just it skipped really the first does season. get better. I just skipped the first season. The, the first American season was word for word, shot for shot, a remake of the of, of the first the season one, of the yeah. UK one. Yeah. Okay. Um, one thing I will say about The Good Place, which I really do appreciate what they do. Ted Danson. Oh, Ted Danson. <laughs> um, Reinvention for this show. Every season, even towards the the later yeah. three, three and four, or oh, sorry, two and three. Wait, no, is it season four that's out now? Season four know? is yeah, okay. is currently out. Um, every 
six or so episodes of season one, it's the end of the season when there's a huge change in the dynamic of the show. And then in season two, about halfway through, and then again at the end as well, yeah. and season three again. The show is, it's constantly evolving and in a nice natural way, but enough to keep things really fresh and interesting. And it, I don't know, it's just, it's nice because it isn't just doing like, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a very safe show. It Everything is. returns to status quo. I mean, things do change and the canon does change with the show. Like, you know, the Sarge but it's a isn't desk ready and then so yeah. he's only desk jockey. But it's a cop show not. every single week. They always have some something to solve or some mystery to, to uncover. Yep. And along the way, they may discover, you know, character traits or flaws in each other that they didn't know before. But there's always like a yeah. soft reset at the end yeah, of every yeah. episode, in a way. But whereas this show is, no, it's completely built on itself. It was made for Netflix and they've, they've done what they do normally on Netflix quite well. Which now, is it wasn't because it's an NBC yeah, show. Yeah, it started on, on NBC. Okay. Yeah. And then I think... Because I remember hearing that it was a Netflix show hmm. and it seemed weird that it would drop one episode a week as it, was, as it was being released. Yeah, because Discovery, for example, Star Trek Discovery is the same thing as well. It was done by not NBC as well, was it? CBS. CBS, yeah. It, yeah. But we I'm, get the weekly releases. When yeah, that I'm out. actually pretty sure it's an NBC show and it still airs weekly on NBC in the US. Yeah. Yep. But I think Netflix, Netflix has gets the right straight away. To it yeah. Here. Yeah, so it's a Netflix series here. But it yep. does tell like, like a Netflix story, long form storytelling rather yep. than just like here's your isolated episodes, which is great. Like even shows like Big Mouth, like a stupid comedy cartoon still tells a progressive story. A I say story, stupid, yeah. but yeah. it's not. I like, I like Big Mouth, but yeah. <laughs> I could never get into it. It was difficult at first. Okay. It was, I actually, I couldn't get into season one and then one day just started rewatching it again and then okay. finish it in season two within the day. Like it just- and that's, the, and that's the trick? Yeah, you just right. gotta you gotta go away and then run back to it like a bad ex. I mean, I like <laughs> I like the comedian. What's his name? Nick Crow. Um, no, huh? lanky guy, tall guy. Oh, they're all the same. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't think of his name. I'll find his name. Well, while you're looking that, let's get into the real topic of today's the, the real part of the agenda today. Um, <laughs> pro wrestling. It finally happened. Here we are. Did you want to talk about AEW or should I talk about WWE first? What's the what's Let's the, start. We'll start with the the disappointing. Okay. <laughs> Just in general, I was going to... What the uh, fuck are they doing right now? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so, Andrew, this is going to be okay. Oh, well, I think we should pitch it towards Andrew in a sense because that's going to definitely cover any potential outsider. <laughs> yeah, that'll... John Mulaney, of course. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay, Is he a well, pro wrestler? No. He's <laughs> but he's a, done. We're not talking about him. He's a comedian. He's very funny. So... And he's on Big Mouth. Yes. Ah, oh, okay. Safe to say, as someone who doesn't watch wrestling or never really has, you'd obviously be tangentially aware of WWF, WWE, that that pretty much that'd be the main company you'd be yes. aware of. Like when you think wrestling, that's Vince pretty McMahon. much. Oh, there you go, that old coot. Yep. <laughs> so they've had a long time. The, the WWE has pretty much been unopposed when it comes to any sort of mainstream competition within the Western world. Okay. okay. There are definitely promotions there that are offering great products, but just given what they can broadcast and where they can get out. WWE really has a monopoly on I see. that market. I see. Yeah? Kind of like The Office has a monopoly on the character Michael Scott. God, that was so off kilter. I'm going <laughs> to say sure, just so we can power through this. Yeah. Well, it's so, it's theatre. It's all theatre. Yeah. Yeah. So they got pretty complacent. With, okay. We've been on top for 15 ish years, maybe more debated. Yeah, be, well, the well, last time their major competition closed would have been 18 years ago now. WCW? Yeah, that was yeah. 2001. Oh, there you go. Wow, okay. So they've been pretty much the end all be all of professional wrestling mm -hmm. on TV. 
And yeah, they got they got lazy, you could say, because there's no competition. As long as we're making a product, people will have to watch it if they want to watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that has gotten to a bit of a point now where a rival company has got has propped up with a bit of a lot of fanfare behind it and a lot of money behind it. Most importantly, is the money. Yeah, <laughs> um, a family backing it, the, the, the Khan family. They own is it the Jaguars? The yeah, NFL the team? Jaguars and Fulham FC. And what, sorry? Fulham, the football club. Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus. So very rich family that's actually richer than the McMahon family okay. has now come in with assistance by a, a particular group of independent wrestlers um, that were, they were they're American and Canadian, but they were also based in Japan, very popular, and they formed a new promotion effectively. Okay, so one thing I don't care about is now having new competition from another thing I don't care about. Correct. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. I'm following you. So WWE is in a bit of a panic state you could say for the past month and a bit. Right? I mean, they should have been a bit a bit earlier, but they really haven't done. Why, why are they? they they've panicking? had they've had eight months. To <laughs> they've been out. very very well broadcasted <laughs> that this was coming. I mean, they've got their characters, and people have obviously been on board with them for the last what twenty well, years, thirty years that they've been running. Their numbers have been sliding. steadily declining ah. for several years. Like, of course they have because any show gets stale. Yeah. So during like peak WWE. They were probably sitting weekly views, like as in like broadcast figures, between four, four to five million, maybe. Yeah, that was probably their their last peak. Yeah, and currently, if they hit over two and a half, it's done well for them. Okay, so they've lost about half the numbers. And mind you, those big numbers were when they had competition. So now that they don't have competition, right? They've lost half of them because the product's gotten shit. Yeah, and and so surely they shouldn't be worried about new competition coming in because why would they well, be... Well, where, where are those two and a half million people now going to go? Because they're the ones that like wrestling yeah. but don't like wrestling from there. Ah. Yeah. So these people over here are giving me wrestling and it's great. Yep. It all makes sense. You're not doing anything stupid. There's such a... I guess... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um such a landscape for it where there's these millions of people who like professional wrestling but, I mean, don't like but do not like the WWE and they now have an outlet on a massive cable TV station. Why though? I mean, it, why do they continue to watch wrestling on WWE? Is that just because they're the only provider at, at, so like un- I said, until now? hundreds of wrestling companies. Yeah. yeah so like, I'm not going to name half of them because they'd yeah, be here all fucking Wrestling night. is about the characters and the stories, right? Yes. Okay. Um, every company has its own gimmicks and styles yeah. and all that. Um, but yeah, what WWE has been putting out has just been slowly turning off a lot of their audience. Sure. Yeah. So now we've got this wonderful new company. They're only, by the time this comes out, they'll be four weeks in, but they're at two weeks in by the time of this recording. Having great numbers so far. Product is just fucking nice. Great. So good stuff. This that's, is this is this is all watch that if you like that sort that's of what thing. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. We're, we're, we're trying to <laughs> Oh, okay, I'm on board. We're trying all to right. put over this fantastic new company right. for all those that haven't looked into it yet. Mm, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, I know not you. I'm aware that you're not the audience. I <laughs> know oh, this is this is a bad pitch to 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 put to me. I don't think there's anything you could do to entice me to watch any wrestling whatsoever. How about if I told you on their debut episode they had a guest appearance from Jay and Silent Bob? You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Oh shit, we need to review that movie. Which one? Jay and Silent Bob's reboot. <coughs> Did you just choke on the 
the thought. A little on my excitement. It doesn't even have a release yeah. date here yet, I don't think. <laughs> no, I don't think it does, yeah. Because we've been doing most of the um, the viewers universe. Oh, it could come so back to haunt they, you. The characters? No, it the was Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes okay, promoting right, the movie. Okay, okay. yep. Um, but yeah, um, I'll just put it out there. If you're in Australia, if you like wrestling and you're not having a good time at WWE at the moment, there's a lovely app you can get on your phone or you can subscribe on the website, Fight TV. Go on there, $8 a month, and you can watch this new, this new wonderful promotion. It's super cheap. It's good. It's nice. Ah. <sighs> It'll be a great world. <laughs> it, I'm just so excited. It boggles my mind that on a week where this new company was starting their television show, the product that WWE put out across their entire eight hours of televised program that they have in a week was so god awful. It was really bad. Oh. What are they doing wrong? Well, I guess okay. This Let's is hard to explain. So they've yeah. got this. They've got this new character, or oh, it's an old wrestler that's come back with a new character called The Fiend. Okay. It's basically based off of like um, horror movies and, Jason and things Vore, like that. Jason Voorhees, Michael yeah. Myers. He's a masked monster sort okay. of character. The character is crazy over, like everyone loves it. So they've put him straight into a feud for the world championship with Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's okay because Seth guy. Rollins is really cool. He's a cool so guy. Cool. Yeah. So Such cool. a cool guy. <laughs> and so they had a match inside a gimmick called Hell in a Cell which is usually the be-all, end-all of like a feud, like uh-huh. anything goes. So it's a cage with a, with a roof. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You're stuck in it, you can't escape is the idea. Like, it, I'm like Don't all cages have roofs? Well, in the normal cage match, you can win by escaping because there's no roof. So you can climb out yes. and, and escape. It's and that's not really a cage then, is it? It's a cell. It's no, it's, more it's a, a half of a cage. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a, Three quarters of a cage. cage. So like a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but calling it a wall match doesn't sound that good. <laughs> but yeah, they, they had this match on a pay-per-view about a week ago. Okay. Um, 20 minutes of just the most god-awful gimmickry. Uh, just they actually, so stupid. They, uh, okay. well, it, oh, I can't tell if I like... No, no, the, the actual wrestlers are good. Yeah. I want to be very clear. The talent that WWE has purchased, good shit, really. Yeah. There's mm. so many great performers on there. Yeah, so so what are they doing wrong? When they... So so, when they so, all right, so this match which is usually you know anything goes it gets pretty crazy okay. carnage they ended the match on a disqualification okay the, now the problem i have with this during the match the fiend grabbed this big uh you know gimmicky mallet like a okay. comical like harley yeah. quinn like style like you see out of like a looney tunes cartoon like okay. a big ridiculous fuck off mallet yeah. <laughs> used it as a weapon Perfectly fine. The, the commentator, okay. he, he he launched it into the other guy and the commentator called out that he just tried to impale his opponent <laughs> with his mallet. That was, that was that's the right. in-canon version right. of what has tried to occur. So maybe 10 minutes later into the match, Seth Rollins grabs himself a sledgehammer. A regular sledgehammer. Effectively just a small mallet. Okay. This was not okay. Okay. <laughs> Ref called DQ. Why? For the use of a smaller mallet. What? WWE... <laughs> sometimes, and I say sometimes, more often than not, doesn't care about, I know it's, yes, wrestling is scripted, yes, but it's scripted within a world of rules. They just decide, oh, the rules don't actually matter. Let's just do whatever. And as as Jordan and I, we're an audience that we, honestly, we care about a product, the product, we wanna have a good time. Things where you say, well, the rules don't matter here, but they matter here, it's damaging. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and they just decided, Nah, we'll call we'll call it DQ done. And for a match that that was maybe the seventh or eighth ch- like weapon use in that match, 
and they called it on this one arbitrarily, even though oh, this, mind you, there's no DQs in this match to start with. And everything else was done in full view of the referee. This wasn't like shenanigans that they were hidden in the guidance. No, no. He saw everything. It was all fully allowed, but he just called DQ. The logic doesn't so make any dip. sense. Yeah. And that's the problem. Like they, okay. they, they tell they, these stories that just don't make, do not sense. make sense. And it's kind of insulting. It's like an audience member. You're watching it and they just think like, oh, we can just do whatever because you'll be back next week. Right. And to me, and like, well, it sounds, they sounds did like it. they deserve to lose their audience. They do. Yeah, well, no, yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. I mean, at the end, that show went off the air with a just <laughs> angry audience who were booing the entire thing, chanting any number of things, including the initials AEW. Of this new company. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they were chanting refund, restart the Whoa. match, just booing in general. Okay. It was like booing's, I mean, booing's not necessarily a bad yeah. thing, but it's, it's a bad kind of booing in this yeah. case because they're not booing the wrestlers, they're not yes. booing the bad guy, they're not booing this, they're booing- it's the match. Yeah, like the ending, like because it's just- They're booing what yeah. they're doing yeah. and how they're presenting it to that audience. So they followed up a few days later with uh, SmackDown, which was their first show on Fox, their new okay. network, who are paying them millions and millions of dollars, so okay. they don't really have to worry about anything. That show, they beat their world champion in seven seconds oh, to put the belt on Brock Lesnar. Who is a big star for them, but better known for his time in mixed martial arts. Okay. Followed by the debut of Cain Velasquez, who is another mixed martial arts fighter. Who beat Brock Lesnar in the UFC. Okay. So on a wrestling show, they're promoting mixed martial arts fighters on a story that wasn't theirs, that happened in a completely different world. Yep. It's at, 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 the, at the expense of a champion they've been building up for the last six months. This guy, his reign was like 170 or 180 days or something. Right. And the match, literally the bell rings, he runs, gets picked up, hit one move, pinned, done. And this was, it's just, I don't mind when someone gets squashed every now and then, if, you, if it's part of the story you're telling, but it, it wasn't. Like they just did it because we're moving on to the sports channel. We need the sports guy to have the title. Right. Let's get there as quickly as possible, regardless of how damaging it is in the general story. So it's wrestling paint by numbers, essentially. Yeah. It's yeah. just, there's no, there's no passion behind it. They're just doing it. And the, right. the whole thing is for the last 18 years, where else are you going to go? <laughs> yeah. And like I said, they had no competition and lost more than half their viewers. And Which, the thing is now they do, but they're not making the effort to make you want to stay. Yep. They're, they're presenting, like they're focusing on these other guys who are, like they might bring in an audience on Fox because that's a sports channel. So we're using the sports guys, but you're alienating your, you know, your core, which is your wrestling audience. Whereas if you flick over to the other station, you've got AEW who are presenting a great product an easy two hour watch, great stories yeah. that are told in ways that make sense, that don't insult your intelligence with great, you know, creative, interesting characters and good wrestling. And it sounds like week to week, they started on the new channel um, they had good numbers for their first show, but The Rock also had a segment on it. Okay. Next week, down a million viewers. Lost a quarter <laughs> yeah. of their audience in one week. Wow. Like, it's just, it's infuriating because they've got so many great things going for them. But they just, I don't know how you just can't. It's 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 crazy. But we're going to go on for hours otherwise. <laughs> we really could. The point is, <laughs> AEW, eight bucks a month on Fight TV. Not sponsored, but fuck, I wish we were because that's something mm. I could really get behind. Um, but yeah, definitely. If you're if you're a lapsed wrestling fan and you want to have a good time, you can go there. Chris Jericho is currently the world champion, so you oh. probably recognize him from WWE and WWE. Why didn't you say Chris Jericho? <laughs> Do you actually know Chris Jericho? I have no idea. Damn it! <laughs> um, 
But they're, they're doing some really. I, good I barely stuff. know The Rock is a wrestler. <laughs> oh God. You're really not the. You're really not the right end of this conversation. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Well, that's a show. It is. You can find us on Instagram at Second Take Podcast, or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. But what if I live right now? Well, you'll have to make do with Facebook. You can search on there for Second Take Podcast. Okay. But if I was going to send us an email, I would send it to secondtakepodcast at gmail.com, right? That would be a really good start. Yep. And also that would complete the journey. Excellent. And we do have a website, secondtakepodcast.com. Like I said, guys, there's like three years of non-wrestling <laughs> stuff, but also some wrestling stuff on there. So there is some wrestling stuff on there. <laughs> um, and if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash secondtake. Um, once again, we are going to be having a live show at Brisbane Supernova on November 9th, uh, which is the Saturday time. Still waiting on confirmation on that, roughly 4.30 p.m., but you'll see it up on Facebook when it's fully um, confirmed. And that's not Canon Productions. Our network will have a Q&A on the Friday, Ew. which I will be a part of as well. So just fuck, just don't worry about them. Come for me. <laughs> Come to ask me questions about this because it's it's very difficult. No, it's very easy, but... Um, <laughs> But more so come to the Saturday one. Very good. As long as we outdo ourselves. Of course, I yeah. Can post yeah. the lovely um the meme of Obama putting a medal around his own net head. And that's, <laughs> that's me winning. <laughs> and I'll take that. Um thank you very much once again, Jordan, for joining us. Anytime, my friends. I think if everything's going to plan, you'll be back anyway for when we do the screen reviews. Oh yeah. yeah. Which good might fun. be next week, um, after this recording comes out. Right. So yeah, we're gonna dive right we'll into the screen. Get watching. Mm. Excited? <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 